When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Chicago, what do you say? It's the CHGO Cubs podcast, and it's the emergency podcast we've all been waiting for. Finally, it appears the Cubs have a free agent to sign. Yes, it appears Shota Imanaga will be signing with the Cubs this week. He's uh, supposed to have his physical, according to Bob Nightingale, coming up uh, tomorrow, right? This is all we asked for earlier today. Please sign somebody, make something happen before Cubs convention so it doesn't get ugly. (laughs) Luke Stuckmeyer, Cody Delmendo, Ryan Herrera with the Emergency Podcast. Hello to everybody in the live YouTube chat. We appreciate it. And uh, make sure you subscribe to the CHGO Sports YouTube page so you don't miss any of these. We actually, Guys, we spent a lot of time talking about him earlier today on the regular daily podcast, right? Like he was a significant portion of um of the podcast and it looks like they finally got a pitcher yeah that's i mean did you really think they were going to go the whole offseason not do anything uh that that that, i'm sure it felt like that for a little bit right like you could breathe a sigh of relief now um i mean it's not the it's not signing shohei otani it's not signing yamamoto but it's um you know a signing that showed that Waiting, right? Showing that like, waiting, being patient with the off season um, for someone who, you know, we obviously we later learned like Otani was never truly an option for the Cubs, even though they were in it and and negotiating. There was it, it never apparently was truly an option for Otani. Like the Dodgers were kind of always the team, um, but then, yeah, waiting, being patient, and and letting the front office go to work and and try to nail down and bring in someone that they really wanted and that they were going to nail. It was obviously going to have to be later in the offseason, right? He's got a specific posting window. They couldn't start negotiating with him as soon as the season ended. So um, someone they wanted, someone they targeted, and someone that, you know, patience uh, what was it? Patience pays off, right? There you go. Patience is a virtue. Patience pays off. They, they got something done. Um, you know, it's for – like we've said, like all we've said it for a while, like the, the fact that Cubs had done nothing um, – the, seeing the frustration on social media or in our chat or whatever, completely understandable. But now they finally did something. And I think and fans can breathe a little bit of a sigh of relief now that they actually went out and, and signed someone that wasn't, you know, a bargain bin uh, uh, option, right? It was someone that had a lot of suitors, a lot of teams wanted. Um, the cousin went out and got him. It's, you know, it's, it's a little, it was a little surprising. Like I said earlier, I literally said that earlier today. I don't know if he'll sign specifically until Thursday, um, but here we go. We're, we're Tuesday night, and, and the Cubs have finally gotten someone. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I uh, 
I guess right now it's a good to see something happen. B I'm intrigued to see how much it's for and C, uh, it goes back to everything I said at the beginning of the off season. And, and, and to this point was I, you know, you just had to remain patient. It was very hard to remain patient, but uh, I think it's very clear now that the, the Marcus Stroman era with the Chicago Cubs is officially over uh, officially, officially. And uh, listen, like this, this isn't a top end starter or anything like that, but they needed a guy and they went and got him. And, you know, we kind of are went back and forth today about, you know, would you rather have him, Snell or Montgomery? And, you know, we kind of went through the pros and cons of all three. And I'm OK with this. I would have been OK with with Imanaga or Jordan Montgomery. Um, so I, obviously he's never pitched in the major leagues. So we got to go through the whole process like we did with Seiya Suzuki. Um Hopefully it's a little bit of an easier transition for him. I think every guy is different, but as we, as it stands right now, as we're doing this podcast, like it's just nice to see the Cubs add someone to this roster that has had success in the second best league in the world. And, you know, hopefully he can bring some success to the Cubs next season and, and provide an innings eater, a guy who can, you know, help young guys as well, bring experience pitching in big games. He was in the World Baseball Classic last year. Like, there's all, I think there's a lot to like with this guy. I think I understand people still like holding back on any kind of excitement because, again, it's, it, he's probably going to be your number three, number four starter, but you need guys like this. And again, you're 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 basically replacing Marcus Stroman here, uh, younger, and who knows? Maybe he's better. I don't know, but we'll see. Yeah, I, I don't I, want people to get expectations like crazy high. Like again, we've heard everything from he could be a three to he could be a number five uh, of the of Otani Yamamoto Imanaga. He was the one that was always linked to the Cubs as no, the Cubs are really serious about this guy. Right. Like, so he was the one that was linked the longest probably to the Cubs, even going back before we were in Nashville, a lot of people were saying, watch for Imanaga, watch for Imanaga. Okay. Now he's not somebody in the, in the chat was, I think they were joking. They said, John Lester, he's let's not confuse him for John Lester. Right. He, right. If you come, if you just take what he's doing over in Japan, he's not Kodai Senga. But you hope he's depth in this rotation. Again, if you're losing Strowman, you have to replace him with somebody. I don't even know if this is apples to apples replacing Strowman because we don't know what they're going to do the rest of the time. But all we know is they didn't have enough pitching, starting pitching last year, even though when we went into the season, a lot of people, including myself, thought they did. I thought they had enough pitching last year. And they, they didn't. So, okay, here's a guy, a lefty. We hope it's not like breaking the bank because it doesn't seem like he's that type of player. But, hey, I'm just glad it's somebody. I was accused this afternoon of not wanting Imanaga, and all I said is, no, I just want somebody. Like, I, I want somebody breathing on the field is what I'd like to see. I, we need some action. We're doing podcasts five days a week, sometimes more with emergency podcasts. For content, we need someone to sign. Content, man. <laughs> Nate Jacobs, $5. It's alive. Now bring Bellinger back. Yes. 
Hell yeah, I, brother. I do I do think we have to ma- make note of, you know, from what we've seen, the deal is not obviously official. No. The, they have they have to do the physical tomorrow, which as we saw with the, you know, Carlos Correa saga last offseason is a major hurdle that does need to be completed. Um, we haven't seen any contract numbers yet, so it, it doesn't feel like that's completely a formality at this point. Um, so I, I think we still got to get through Wednesday and, and or yeah, get through Wednesday and and or was it, it was Wednesday, right? Is when the yeah tomorrow uh, the physical yeah. So get, get through, through Wednesday tomorrow. and introduce him at the convention. Yeah, right. So yeah, yeah it, it's not a done deal. I don't think the the obviously the dotted line hasn't been signed. Um, they still got a couple more things to go through before they can get that done and, and bring uh, Imanaga to Cubs con if they, if they so choose. So um, I do, I do think like, don't, don't assume it's a done deal because we have seen like, things like this happen with pretty big free agents. Um, but again, I, I will go back and say that getting the news, seeing that, you know, they're, they're, what was it? I think Bob Nightingale's wording was like tentative agreement or something like that. Right. right based on the physical so that that's good news though and, and the fact that they were able to come to terms enough that they are at the stage where they're taking the physical i think that's that's obviously good news you yeah. know what's funny is for all the times i see cubs twitter freaking out over bob nightingale tweets me like we don't trust you bob you're making stuff up you're just creating stories when it works in your favor yeah. everybody's like hey nightingale said it's a done deal <laughs> Right, like all of a yeah. sudden, it's absolute that, fact. That's 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 this real. Like, if you had to describe, don't let the facts get in the way of a good story without actually saying that line itself. Right. What you just said, Luke, is that <laughs> if 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 his tweet had been the Red Sox have reached a tentative agreement with Shota Imanaga, Cubs Twitter would have been like, "Well, that means he's signing with the Cubs tomorrow." <laughs> right? That's, that's yeah, exactly you've been like, "Wait for passing." Yeah. <laughs> In fairness, uh, John Heyman also tweeted it out too. So I, I mean, think, I think our friend yeah, of the program, John Morosi, John yeah. Morosi confirmed it. Our fr- mm-hmm. friend of the program too. So yeah, and Patrick Mooney just put out an article uh, for the Athletic, basically saying like th- there's a strong <laughs> sense of optimism that the Cubs will sign Shota Imanaga. League sources said Tuesday night, though there is no formal agreement, like you said in earlier, Ryan. So, like you said, it's we'll wait and see. Uh, don't know enough about the guy to see if there's like some crazy ass uh, injury that would uh, or, or thing related to his body that we don't know about that might, you know, in this. But uh, we'll we'll get there when we get there. But would be wild if we had that back to back off seasons. <laughs> Jim, with a, a good comment here in the live YouTube chat, which is the best way to enjoy the CHGO sports experience. Uh, Jim says, hey, have we fully replaced Stroman? a good question i i don't know i mean marcus stroman is a pretty accomplished pitcher in major league baseball and for half of a season or, or a portion of a season he looked like a guy who could have been in the cy young and for the other half he looked like a guy who was washed and injured and not going to be the same guy anymore so to think that he's just going to automatically replace what stroman was I mean, you have to take the good and the bad with Strowman's season last year. I, I don't know that you replace him with one signing. I still think they need yet another pitcher for some depth. And obviously they're counting on guys like Cody was talking about this afternoon. They're they're counting on Cade Horton, the top pitching prospect in baseball, to have an impact on this team. 
sooner or later at some point this season, right? So uh, we'll see if they're done. I I would assume, yes, they are out on Montgomery. I I, I would assume they're not going for two of those guys. No, so it would appear that way. No, I, yeah, I think when we're looking at it, right, like that's what we were talking about earlier. You had Montgomery was an option. Imanaga was an option. Blake Snell, they weren't really ever tied to Blake Snell, but he was another guy right at the top of that pitching tier. Um, so those are like, I think you could probably say the, the depending on how you look at things, probably the top three names out there. Um, so especially if they're interested in Bellinger still, right? Like, so some of these other guys that might cost a little bit of money, um, maybe the, the top, top of the pitching market uh, may not starting pitching market, at least may not be uh, in the cards anymore, but they got one of the guys, one of the top guys that was still there. So um, yeah, I, I don't know that I see them getting anyone like Montgomery, right? Like I mean, crazier things have happened, but um I think I think my gut would say that Jordan Montgomery won't be a Cub after the uh, getting Imanaga. Brendan has already started tweeting videos of Imanaga. So. Oh, just jump in, Brendan. We He's know you want to show us a, a heat map. Let's go, pitch doctor. This, jump this on. is a Emergency this is a pod. this is a different. This looks like MLB the Show looking video, which is pretty crazy. But anyway, yeah, he's you know you know the pitch doctor is. He's in the lab right now, man. That's oh, why yeah. he's not doing yeah. the emergency podcast. Come on, out of the lab. What <laughs> What are we guessing? Do you want Do you want to put it at like what What should the over under be for total money, Cody? Are you saying is it over under a hundred? Is that the number we should have? A hundred million? No, I I'd put it at ninety. Over under ninety, and you would take the over. You think it's going to be over ninety? I think it'll be under. Really? Yeah. I think it'll be under, and uh, it's all because just these back and forth like rumors the last couple of days. I think it all had a lot to do with money, and I, who knows the reason why he? It looks like he's choosing the Cubs. Uh, maybe we'll learn more about in the coming days. But I, I think that that rumor that came out of him seeking a hundred million dollars was just some sort of I don't know tactic or something. But yeah. Um, I'm thinking that they didn't get as many suitors as they were hoping to get to perhaps get over that $100 million threshold. But I could be wrong. I mean, we'll see. But I, I, I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that it's, you know, 90 or less. I mean, at the end of the day, it's oh. not my money. I don't care. But you know, um, friend of the program, John Morosi, just yeah. tweeted out sources showed at Imanaga's deal with the Cubs once finalized. Will be for multiple years with an AAV in the fifteen million dollar range. So okay. whether that's like so six for ninety, five for yeah, what was that? yeah, so something like that. But seventy-five, um, five for seventy-five. I don't. I, I went to Valpo. I don't do the math. I don't. I went to Eastern Illinois. I don't do math either. <laughs> so um, if that you know that, that's the report now, we haven't seen the specifics yet, but um, and we haven't even seen what, how many years, right? I, I, as we talked about with the front office isn't keen on giving long or doesn't you know necessarily want to give long, long-term deals. And we're talking about a 30 year old pitcher would also feels like it would take him out. But, um, you know, I guess when, once we start getting more numbers in here, I think we can really start to kind of critique the deal years wise, numbers wise. But um, yeah, that if it's about 15 million, you talk about six years or so, maybe right around 90. So um, I don't think the, it's not breaking the bank by any means. And you're adding, you know, a guy who you hope is at least your number three is what kind of what we've seen with maybe potential to be 
a little more than that. Yeah. Um, and I, so when we're talking about, and we've talked about it this off season, uh, the price of pitching just goes up every year. Right. So this, this may have seemed a little crazy for a number three, a few years back, but now the more pitching that comes, the more teams are paying for pitching. Um, again, depending on what the number is and the number of years, um, it could look like a pretty solid value deal for them. Yeah. Yeah. I see we got another super chat. Uh, Grapefruit says shoulder surgery in 20 minor hammy stuff after uh, P. Will supporter. Happy about this. Alex, uh, impressed with my math. I don't even know if I was right. Just guessing. <laughs> He, he doesn't let the facts get in the way of a good story. Facts in the way. <laughs> Five times fifteen sounds like it could be seventy-five. I don't know. Yeah, something like that. Could be. Could be close. I mean, what Sanga got? Five years, seventy-five. Is that what he got last year? Five years, eighty-five. Something like I think, that. I think Sanga was five eighty-five. Right. So like he got slightly more and, per year if that's a five-year deal for. So, so like. Know theoretically or maybe not even that but just just saying out loud like from all of the baseball nerds i've watched talk about this guy they've all said that this guy isn't even at the level of kodai senga so like i personally i i hope it's less than that but uh again it, it's not my money i i don't care they, right. they had that you like ryan said you got to pay for pitching and um Sure, maybe we could go back and 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 criticize the Cubs for maybe not, you know, spinning for Sango, even though it was widely talked about how Sango wanted to go to a contender when he came over, and it uh, turns out the Cubs end up being better than the Mets anyway. But um, I, it, to me, fifteen million AAV for this kind of pitcher is fine, and I don't think it's going to be more than five years. So that's that. I mean, that that's just my. If you ask me to guess, get the crystal ball out, you know, pretend that it, this is DraftKings Sportsbook or, or Circus Sportsbook or something like that's what I would say. I would say it's anywhere between four and five years, 85 to 80 million dollars, somewhere in that range. I mean, we'll know we'll certainly know more about him, know more about the deal in the next couple of days. Um, I don't think there's anybody on the planet. Well, maybe not anybody planning. I don't think there's any denying that this helps the Cubs save face going into Cubs convention. There were there were Cubs fans that were a going to bit. be ang angry. I'm not I'm not saying it replaces Otani or Yamamoto or bringing back Bellinger or any of those possibilities, but like it's something. If they hadn't if they hadn't spent a single dollar in free agency on players and had just you know made the swap for Craig Council. I don't think fans would have been very happy this coming weekend because they're hung. Fans are hungry for a division winner and this doesn't guarantee it. That's for sure. Um, you know, I saw somebody, I think it was, um, was it P will supporter who was asking, you know, does this rotation get it done? Steel Tyone Wicks, Assad, Hendricks and Imanaga. Like does that combination get it done with Horton? You're going to add a Kate Horton mid-season, I think, and you hope that's the boost. Right? You hope that's the boost. Like, and it to, to me, it's not even really like hope. Like, I I feel very confident in Kate Horton coming up and being effective in in this this summer. I really do. 
I, now, you I, don't, you, and I think a lot of people do as well, but, and I understand you can't rely on that. And the thing is, is like, I don't think you're relying on Cade Horton to come up and, and take control of the rotation, but you are asking, you would ask him to, you know, to become, become part of the rotation at some point and hopefully become what we say what about all the prospects, like be that extra boost that you need. Right. So as long as I think as long as you have steel, as long as you have uh, Hendricks continue to, you know, do it in the most like unreal way, like he does, like he did last year. And obviously you need Jamison Tyone to be more consistent. And then, you know, Jordan Wicks, Javier Saad, they showed to be very effective at the most meaningful time of the year last year. They weren't the reason they didn't make the playoffs last year. So I think that those are all guys that you can rely on. It's just like none of them are, I don't know, aces, I guess. I mean, you can argue that Justin Steele was just because he really was a workhorse last year, but I know we need more strikeouts, and that's what I'm hoping Kate Horton provides. And maybe Imanaga too. Yeah, you know, we, maybe I don't know. We'll uh, <laughs> we're waiting for Brendan to give us all the details on the heat maps and the. He says he's he says he's trying to get in and all the whatever it is. I think it's according to uh, the Slack channel it says he's he's in he's trying to he's get in. Be but he's, 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 he's hopefully coming. trying. We got all the graphs, all the yeah heat maps and and movement charts and and everything that right. someone someone asked in the chat. Where's our baseball nerd? And I want to know the answer too. Yeah, I, I saw we had Jay Zawoski on here waiting for the Hawks game to start. <laughs> Shout out to Jay for jumping in on the uh, the Cubs pod. I saw um, Big of him. I agree with Vanilla Chill. I think they have the prospect capital to still go out and get somebody that's at least a reliable starter. You don't you don't have to give away your best prospects for a year of somebody, but find me somebody that still gives you the depth that you're looking for. You know what I mean? Like give me another, give me another Drew Smiley. Give me another Drew Smiley out there. Just so I've got another arm that I know I can count on somebody that maybe can bounce to the bullpen or be that. Oh, here we go. Here's Brandon. Oh, look at, hold on. I, can I, you, do you am, see am the I on air right now? You're, you are you're on air. You're, on, you're live on YouTube right how now. Many people, how many people are watching right now? Uh, it was almost 500. Like 500. Right around 500. I got 500 people watching my close-up face. I just stepped outside from work to, uh, <laughs> to break break this news with you guys. I can't believe they did it. I cannot believe they actually did it. Can, right? can I just say, can you can we like just be jealous of Brendan's sunny sunlight oh, yeah, really warm background oh this is unbelievable that's the, that's the ocean you see that oh yeah. no i was gonna jump hazy, in it unless, they, unless they who invited this guy <laughs> yeah exactly how are, guys, how are you guys doing out there it's doing? great it's, it's snowing cold. it's sleeting and uh i was great until you showed up yeah don't you miss it all right well <laughs> i'm sorry well lucky for you guys i have like 10 percent left on my phone battery here so i'll try to get in you know whatever yeah, go. Tell us. What do you know? Imanaga, nope. tell us. Give us go. the pitch doctor, pitch doctor. breakdown. So is a contract even announced yet? First no. Off? No. Uh, what we've seen is Morosi okay. uh, said, didn't specify number of years, but should be around $15 million AAV. That's it? Yeah. Seemingly. That's a steal. That's a steal. <laughs> if it's $15 million, million AAV, that's a steal. Uh, I mean, basically... He has a strong foundation, which 
I like, and that foundation is his four-seam fastball. So if you look at how Stroman throws his fastball, for example, he has a low release point. And when Stroman was first acquired by the Cubs, they attempted to throw more four-seam fastballs because of that mm-hmm. low release point, and it has some decent rise on his four-seam. Ultimately, for Stroman, that didn't work out. He went back to a sinker, but you can think of the same logic with Imanaga. He has a low release point, similar to Stroman's low release points, and it has 20 inches of induced vertical break, which is among the best in Major League Baseball if it does translate to 20 inches. Uh, do we have rats right now? We do. Ooh, here's, like, here, 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 here. This is the video I was talking about now. earlier. Here are your tweets. Yeah. These are my tweets. Okay. So you can tell that just based on this like virtual reality version that it has some like relative natural carry to it. So at this point, this is a strong pitch. She's going to throw this pitch as its dominant pitch type. And at that point, the Cubs pitch lab, if you want to call it that, can mess around and figure out what secondary pitches to match with this. But he has a strong base. That's all you really need to know. Good forcing fastball, good probability it translates well to major league baseball. And then the Cubs can mix and match to see if that sweeper ends up being a good pitch. If something a little bit more off speed, like a change up or splitter can work for him. But that forcing fastball is a good base. So do you think they have enough pitching now? Do they need another starter? Because I always thought they would, needed two if Strowman was gone. I would like one more. If it's $15 million annual average value, that is just absurd. That means they can absolutely get at least one more guy. So if that's the case, and go out and try to get another expensive guy. If it's $15 million annual average value, you know, I'm not saying they should do this, nor do I think it makes sense, but that leaves room for someone like Montgomery, even if it is that cheap. But um, yeah. my preference would always be to go to the trade market rather than signing any of these remaining free agents. But Imanaga's, if it's 15 million, is a perfect candidate. There it is, the pitch doctor. We got we got the uh virtual pitches we got to see. We got to see the sunshine well, in California. I mean, we I got, got to see his hair. This. I got my Cubs lunchbox here. You see that? Oh, I'm literally oh wow. Right now. <laughs> yeah. I had some Wait. nice chicken salad today for lunch. He definitely got that at FOCO. Oh yeah, hundred percent. That's a photo. Yeah. Our, our Brendan, what? What's your? Uh, I don't know. What? What? What would most excite you about Imanaga? Like what? In, in any of the, the the data or or pitch charts or anything you've seen, what's what's most exciting about him? It's it's going to be that four seam fastball. So we can look at like the sweeper. I know that's gotten a lot of conversation and the the changing of different release points, but. Uh, the fact that he has a base is what I'm focusing on. As long as you have a base, you can try other different things to match that base. But other pitchers don't have a base. Wisniewski doesn't have a four-seam fastball base. And you've seen the difficulties, despite Wisniewski having one of the best sweeping sliders in baseball. Unlike Wisniewski, Imanaga has that base, and they can mix and match and figure it out. So that, to me, is the most encouraging all right, all right. I'm I'm buying. Like I said, I just wanted one of the three pitchers for sure. And again, while this is exciting because they finally spent some money right before Cubs convention, and we have something to talk about. Let's not forget that Bellinger yeah. is still the priority. If you're yes. if you're a Cubs fan, I would assume you're all thinking Bellinger still the priority this offseason. Like this is nice. They needed pitching, but they need a left-handed bat that at least gets them back to the lineup they had last year. 
Yeah. Listen, yeah. my phone's about to die. I'm going to leave you guys back at it. It's good to see you. Uh, put the heater on. Get some jackets. I'm kind of cold out here. It's only 55 degrees. Oh, so Cut them off, Joey. Again. Cut them off. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Evil Wax in the chat asked if we uh, – I think he said, are, is he for, are, we, are the Cubs for sure out of Montgomery or are we just speculating? We're just speculating. But I think we also said that prior to getting numbers on Imanaga. So like like Brennan said, 15 million a year AAV. So, certainly not breaking the bank for the Cubs, especially when you consider how much room under the luxury tax they are this season and in seasons to come. Certainly not not breaking the bank. So if they were, I mean, if they still wanted to target Montgomery, that's definitely possible. If you're if you're looking at numbers, I, but we're you know, Bellinger's definitely still in play. Maybe even Reese Hoskins. So numbers numbers wise, until we start seeing more signings and seeing where they're at, until we see. The actual details for sure of Imanaga's contract. Um, definitely not saying that they're completely out on Montgomery. Um, and if it if it does stick at the 15 AAV as, as John Morosi put out there, um, then there that certainly leaves room for another big signing or two, I would say. I I would say that if you ended up with Bellinger, Hoskins, and Imanaga, it would be a good offseason. It might not be the offseason that dreams were made of right with with people shooting for hey we could land soto we could land shohei one of those two things happening but adding a quality starter at an affordable price would be good bringing back your left-handed bat and guy that could play center or first would be good and hoskins would be good as your dh if you have to first base so i so I can at least, after one signing, I can at least see a path, right? I can at least see a path to where they can end up with a successful offseason after what's been sort of a strangely slow start. I don't think there's anybody that could deny that this has uh, taken longer to develop than I think most of most the fan base certainly wanted. Whether that's the Cubs' fault or not, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm willing to – wait for this to all play out and uh i think that it's a very solid move it's it's not sexy some people in the chat like you know the cubs never like spend big money whatever like i get that like whenever they pay for cody bellinger too i i doubt you'll you guys will change your opinion still but as far as like what the cubs need like this was a this was a good move like they needed they needed to make a move like this they needed an arm and that, I mean, I'm I'm good with this. So I did see a tweet. I I think I'm saying his name right. Eno Saris. Um, it might be Saris, but yeah, Saris. Uh, okay. Anyway, he this is from Patrick Mooney's uh, article that you know basically broke this news as well. Um, it was a tweet from March of last year during the World Baseball Classic or after the World Baseball Classic, and it was just like he listed. 11 guys and it was just like a ranking of the final world baseball classic stuff plus leaders uh minimum 28 pitches per appearance and imanaga was number one on this list mm -hmm. so I, I i don't understand fully what stuff plus means i just know that when you're at the top of a list of a stat that's supposed to say that you're good Set tells me something that he was really good in that tournament and he's played, he's pitched well on a big stage. He's pitched well for multiple years in Japan. If you tell me that you, you tell someone like me with like just the bare minimum knowledge of pitching and everything. I, I think that 
for what you're going to pay the guy, you're probably going to get most of your investment back. So, um, yeah, I'm again, I, I like this move and I think it's just, just like, <laughs> like Bob Nightingale said in on Sunday in his, in his article or whatever, like the next five weeks, the Cubs are going to be active and it's annoying that we had to wait this long, but Bellinger, number one priority, him, Reese Hoskins, whoever, like they got to make the offense better, man. That to me, that that's, that's the biggest thing next. So, yeah. So well, th- I think that, that I was gonna say that brings up a good question. You kind of just answered it, but Luke, for me, I'm looking at it like, what, what's, what do you need? Like, what's, what's the top of your priority list for the Cubs now? Like, is it another starter? Is it, Bellinger, who's who's top yeah, of your priority list? Gary Ross says uh, James Paxton is the pitcher I'm looking for. Another a smiley type guy to give you some at least pitching depth. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Well, I, I, I'd, be, I'd, be good with, I'd be good with Bellinger and I would be good with uh, Hoskins in a prove-it season. So, so you I mean, want another starter, but you don't necessarily need another starter? Is that what, like, I think that's, that has, has starting pitching uh, kind of found I, I mean, I think bit, they or? need another, they need another starting pitcher. I don't know if they absolutely have to have like Montgomery or Snell and try and add on top yeah. of this. I, I don't think it's, I don't think we're going that direction. I think this will be the biggest pitcher they sign. I don't think they're signing Hater. You know, I don't think that's how they're going to fix mm-hmm. the bullpen either. He's looking for the richest, reliever deal there is so i i don't think they feel like they're at that point well they that seems like an openly said it basically right? i mean yeah they basically have openly said that so i i i think that obviously bellinger hoskins makes a lot of sense uh what do you call it morosi was on mlb network yesterday and like just bluntly said that it's the most make move like make sense move of the entire offseason Reese Hoskins coming to the Cubs so you know I <clears throat> Boris clients we're just waiting but as far as the offense you add those two guys to what they already have you got Imanaga to kind of bolster your your starting rotation a little bit you got to input input some of these young dudes that you got there's a lot to like it's still not like a World Series team but I think it's on track to at least be a division title contender or winner. You know what I mean? Like as much as I want to be a world series contender, as much, as much as I want to be that, like I, I also would like to just win and have a chance. And uh, you know, right at this, at this moment, they made a move that shows that they're trying to put together a winning team. And like that, I think 
all of us probably would have been a lot more calm to this point if they had just done something, add a reliever, whatever, to at least shown that they were trying to do something, right? So markets played the way that they believe it feels like, or at least it, it seems like. So you got five weeks to make this team better, man. So I, I, I again, I like this move in. I like where the rotation sits right now. I think that there could be some – you know, uh, you know, maybe some extreme performance that we don't necessarily expect from guys like Imanaga, for example, or uh, Jordan Wicks, or Kate Horton, or you know, maybe Steele gets even better. I know Ryan, you're high on Steele. You think you could, you think he hasn't even reached a ceiling yet, right? So there's a lot to like there with what, like with a lot of these dudes. I see. Um... Our guy Fernando says, "Read my super chat." What's what's the super chat? Did I miss it? <laughs> I, I didn't see it. Oh, there you go. Playoffs. 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 Not yet. Not yet. Got to keep adding. Still some work to do, I think. But Still work to do. Yeah. yeah I, I think when the I, again, I, Cody, we've said this on the show. I think Luke, you know, you, you said it as well. It's just kind of you know, this is like obviously a move in the right direction, right? A a concrete move of them improving the roster, as we've talked about. But I think we've all kind of been of the belief that like when it kind of comes down to it, when we're sitting here two, three months, like when, you know, getting closer to opening day or even, you know, early spring training, whatever that we're, I think we all had like a belief that they were, it was going to be an improved roster, right? It wasn't going to be what it was the last few weeks, last couple of months. Like they were going to make moves. They were going to sign some guys that really improve the roster, plug in some of those holes on the roster, on, on the field, in the bullpen, uh, in the starting rotation, like I think we all had that belief. So even though for two months it felt like nothing, and to, or after they signed Craig Council, it just felt like complete nothing. I think we all kind of shared in that belief that it wasn't going to be nothing forever, and they were going to be an improved team, a team that actually looked like a playoff caliber team. Yeah. Uh, DFW Susie says, "Bring back Belly, bring in Hoskins and Montgomery. I'll jump in the pro bass shop pool." <laughs> <laughs> Pro bash shop. There you go. Luke, Luke, will you jump in the pro bash shop? I will not. If they sign Bellinger before Cubs Con. I also can't stay on this much longer. We're up to like 526 people, but I have dinner to finish here. Like I'm in the middle of making, (laughs) of of course, I'm holding a baby in one arm and I'm trying to make turkey tenderloin in the other one. And it's like, come on, man. Of all the times, we're going to talk about it more tomorrow, obviously. So obviously, hopefully we get some numbers tomorrow, but yeah, no, it's, uh, I think the chat overall is pretty excited. And I think we're all just kind of breathing a little bit. Like it's just nice to it's just nice to win one. <laughs> right? Like that's it what is. It, this is nice to get one. Yeah, like that, that's what I'm saying. Like this it's just nice to win one. We, they got they they got someone. This guy didn't go to the Dodgers too, you know? Like it it's it's nice to see them make a move. because uh, even as much as patient as I've been, I I was I I, I was getting as antsy as as anyone so if the cubs had a great sense if the cubs had a great sense of humor instead of introducing imanaga at cubs convention they would set up a podium in front of the tank at the pro bash shop in (laughs) schaumburg and just let it just introduce them there and just let it just let it play don't don't say anything else about it just have the fish swimming behind him that would be content yeah, Barb, Barb would in fact be content. Barb did ask if Umaga will be at the convention. Um, sadly, 
former WWE superstar, the late great Umaga, mm-hmm. will not be at the convention. But Shota Imanaga, the Cubs' reported new signing, could be. Yeah. All right. Are you guys staying on? Am I the no. only one jumping off? At this I don't point? really have much else to say except that. Yeah, I think we're you know, good. It, we did. We did forty minutes of 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 emergency podcast, right? Yeah. yeah, and I think again, once you know more comes out, obviously, like we talked about, the the physical still needs mm-hmm. to be taken tomorrow. Right, numbers, Not you know, like deal. Yeah. yeah, like concrete numbers, years. Uh, I think once that all comes out, we can really, as I said earlier, critique this signing more. Um, you know, whether you know projecting what he could do the first three years of like a five or six year contract or something like that. Right. Like, like I think this gift, I mean, you think about it, we talked about WWE moves for 10 minutes earlier on the pod, like <laughs> this afternoon. So like this yeah. gives us something to talk about uh, right. moving forward, going into Cubs convention this weekend. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's, I think, yeah, it, I, it was just, it's nice to have something to talk about. Yeah. Something real. I think a good question we can all, uh, let rumble in our heads for tomorrow is someone that evil wax asked in the chat, or maybe he just made a statement, but he said that he thinks the Cardinals and Brewers rotations still better than the Cubs. I think I can argue against one of those at least, but I think that's something we can take the night to think about and perhaps consider discussing tomorrow. Deal. Yeah. And another even show tomorrow. Credit to me. From the Pro Bass Shop in Schaumburg. There you go. Live. <laughs> Pro Bass Shop. We'll do it live. <laughs> Thanks for we'll checking it out. Live. Uh, we'll do it live. The CHGO Cubs Emergency Podcast Edition, Imanaga style. We'll hope to have more details and official signing maybe uh, tomorrow. No barb. I'm not bringing the baby on. I'm going to make dinner, eat dinner, and as promised, help build a snowman. So until to you. tomorrow's show, right? 1.30 tomorrow, 1.30. Unless, of course, there's another emergency pod tonight. Until then, uh, hey, thanks to everybody that joined in the live chat. 500 people strong for the 40 minutes. We appreciate it. And uh, you guys rock. Thank you. Until tomorrow, fly the W. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We all city like the mayor. 